0: to Hanging in the Nest with your host, Josh DeHawk Alonzo and Max the Turkey Reuben Scene.
1: And gentlemen, it is week 13 of the fantasy football season. The playoff races are closer than ever. We got two weeks before the playoffs. We do not play week 18 because who plays the last week of the season? If you do, it's a mistake. But we are here, ready to go. Rubenstein, how are you? Hanukkah, of course.
0: How Thank you doing? You. Thank you very much for the happy Hanukkah. Um, I'm feeling pretty great, I have to say. You know, December's always a good month. Kids are excited for Christmas and the holidays. Kids have told me about these elves on the shelves that everybody seems to have. One yeah, kid man. today told me that he has one in his bathroom. And I'm a little confused.
1: Yeah, it seems weird. I wouldn't That's, like that. Bathroom's a little
0: weird. Yeah, it's strange, right? Yes. But anyway, feeling good. Hope Thanksgiving was great for everybody. Yeah. Um, let's get
1: in max and we'll get some news going we'll recap things big big day in sports so what do you got for us here all
0: right so let's talk about a fact quickly so we have we are through 12 weeks so what better time to do some rankings okay these are position rankings based off our league settings now it may be different for others but based off our league settings the top five quarterbacks by points tom brady number one josh allen justin herbert Stafford and Jalen Hurts round out the top five. Wow. Pretty interesting. A quarterback going to wide receiver. Number one, Cooper Cup. Number two, Debo Samuel, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, and Justin Jefferson. And I will say that um, Cup, Cooper Cup and Samuel are separated by about 30 points. So Cooper okay. Cup is pretty much handling the wide receiver position. Absolutely. Looking over at running backs, number one by a lot. This is almost 50 points. Jonathan Taylor at number one. Makes sense. um, We got Austin Eckler at number two. Joe Mixon at number three. Hasn't played in a while, but based off points, Derrick Henry is still in the top five. And then Nadia Harris rounds it out.
1: How good would my team be right now if I had Derrick Henry?
0: Yeah. (laughs) This, let's think about how good was he When the, he was playing Like that's amazing
1: Yeah he's a beast He's just like, a it's,
0: beast It's crazy Like he has one hundred Derek Henry right now Is 185 points Jonathan Taylor has 264 So obviously yeah. it's a gap But think about how many games Derek Henry has missed already
1: Yeah
0: 100% And then let's round out Top five tight ends Kelsey at number one Mark Andrews Dawson Schultz That's not his name What the heck's his name
1: Dawson Knox. Dawson. No,
0: no, no. Schultz. The guy on your team. Dalton Schultz.
1: Dalton Schultz. Oh, I
0: was right. Okay. Or something right. You said
1: there's Dawson Knox and and Dalton Schultz.
0: That's really confusing. But Dalton Schultz (laughs) is number three. Darren Waller, number four. And TJ Hawkinson at number five. And it goes Schultz, 103 points. Waller, 102 points. And Hawkinson, 101 points. So that's great. If you have any interest, Nick Folk is crushing the kicking department this year, and I know the New England defense has been killing it as well. Love it. So love it. Love it. All right. Thanks for everybody.
1: Some good facts all around. Let's get into some news. I think the big news of the day, hot off the presses, just happened recently. Is Antonio Brown has been suspended. Due to his fake vaccination card, him and another player, I'm trying to get the name up, Max, but two players had the same issue. The other one is Mike Edwards. I'm not really familiar with him on the Tampa Bay. um, I think he's a backup player. Backup player, but it's based off the fact that they um, lied about their vaccination status to the league. They got a three-game suspension each. Now, what I find interesting about this, though, is Aaron Rodgers, who got with covid did not get a suspension for lying as well, so I'm, I'm confused on this. I don't know if it's because they use vaccine cards to to do it. I'm not really sure where like the distinction there. I'd love to understand the logic behind nothing happening to Aaron Rodgers, but something happening to Antonio Brown and this Mike Edwards character.
0: Now, did Aaron Rodgers get suspended at all? Or uh, no, that, I mean, he got fined. He was not suspended. That's so my difference. my only thought. Possibly is that maybe Aaron Rodgers didn't really lie he just maybe didn't tell all the facts I guess
1: I guess he said he was immunized so he wasn't like yeah he he was vaccinated I mean it's a bs cop-out but I
0: yes. I that makes sense that's what I'm gonna kind of say but I will also say when this first came out about Antonio Brown I don't I think it was his agent who was so adamant saying no he's 100% telling the truth he'll take a test or he'll take his booster shot or whatever he said like right now to prove it or something like that, and then all of a sudden, look what happens. So, Yeah, very it's weird. Always, it's Don't always me. interesting. Uh,
1: yeah, very interesting there. A couple other notes. Demarcus Lawrence coming off IR. He will play tonight for the Dallas Cowboys. It looks like Cooper is going to be able to play as well coming off of COVID. CeeDee Lamb is back. So the Cowboys almost back at full strength tonight against the Saints. So that's going to be a big, big game for them. Let's go Cowboys. Uh, other big injury news, it looks like DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray are both on track to play this week. The Cardinals are sitting on the top of the NFC and now get their two best players back, so that's going to be huge for them. In addition to that, it looks like Miles Sanders was full at practice this week as well, or today, I'm sorry, he's on track to play. So is Pat Fryermuth, coming off of a concussion, Yep, and it looks like from – a Justin Fields perspective, he was limited today at practice. It sounds like the Bears will not risk him unless risk him playing unless he's at a hundred percent. I would assume that Andy Dalton will be starting at QB one for the Chicago Bears on Sunday.
0: Hey, he was I know he's playing the Lions, but he was top twelve in quarterbacks last week. So. He looked pretty good. He looked pretty good. So
1: yeah. Any other news for us,
0: Max? So some other minor news. Tayson Hill is starting today, tonight for the quarterback, um, for the Saints. Same. Yep. He is uh taking Trevor Simeon's spot. I don't know why it took so long. Maybe he was still dealing with injury. And now Sarah yes, is cares. out. Um, Adrian Peterson is playing football again. He signed with the Seahawks. Crazy. Doesn't really matter. I mean, he'll still be crazy, there man. he'll be in uniform, but there's nothing really going on there. Um, and then we have to talk about this, but CMC is out for the season again. Real. Okay, He has only played 10 games the last two seasons. Listen to this. Since Matt Rule has taken over, CMC has started and finished only five games. Wow. I just, I mean, he was totally healthy before this. All of a sudden... Can't stay on the field. I don't know. I'm a little uh, a little worried for him.
1: Yeah, a little, little concerning about CMC. So, hope for the best and he recovers. But, yeah, I'm with you. I think there's a whole group of running backs that, in general, I'd be a little concerned about as they start aging. Derrick Henry's one of them. Ezekiel Elliott's another. Dalvin Cook. They're all around 27, 28. Um, we all know that the age of 30 seems to be kind of a wall for running backs. So, very curious for the next couple of years what some of these guys turn out to be.
0: Yeah, when um, CMC came out of the draft, where did you go to college, Josh?
1: Oh, my God, I'm blanking. Wow, give me a minute here. Give me I a minute. Know. Do you know? Yeah. Oh, my God. Where did he go? I don't know. I can't you think went of it. To Wake Forest.
0: Ah, okay. No, i was not against that. I lied, I lied right to your face. Oh, I wow. I went to college. I assumed you knew. Um, But anyway... Do you know, they said when he came out that they were worried about his health because of how small he was. And then he killed it. And they're like, OK, fine. We were wrong. But now all of a sudden, they're kind of like, mm, kind of told you so. So he's got to figure it out.
1: So just to let's let's get this answer, though, here, I'm trying to find where he went to college. But keep going with news and I'll get the answer. I mean,
0: I got nothing really else for news. Um, I mean, we can call, talk about Antonio Brown again. He was going to miss two the next two games anyway because of his foot. And I think he's now, I think he's missed like six games possibly. Yeah. Or he's going to miss six games. The only other little piece of news I have, um, nothing major, but Josh Jacobs was added to the injury report today. He was limited. So just kind of monitor that, keep an eye on it. And by the way, wow, I'm impressed,
1: Max. Christian McCaffrey, Wake Forest University. Shut up. You're lying. Yeah, 100% lying. He went to Stanford. So, okay. uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get into recaps. Sadly, Max, I beat you this week, and it's because you lost. So, I went 5-1. and one, You went 4-2. and two. I have gained a one-game lead in the picks because of this. I apologize, of course, picking against you. It was not yeah. easy. Um, but you had a rough week, sadly. Uh, we are going to get into the playoffs in just a moment for stardom and sitting. And we both went three and three. Okay. So uh, I'm 35 and 34 in the year. You're 30 and 38. So you ha- have made an incredible comeback. We'll see how you do this week. Thank you. Um, but that is kind of our recap. We, you know, it was a very interesting week. Let's get into kind of a playoff preview Max. I know we didn't like really prep for this. I want to just kind of talk out loud for a minute here. As we get into it. Um, the good news for me is the Hawk has clinched. I'm 10 and two,
0: one win. Gets me a guaranteed buy. Um, no, I'm pretty sure if I did my math correctly, you have already locked up the first seed. I don't think you can be caught. I could be caught. MG, if M- if any of the teams that are eight and four win out and I lose both games. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you also and they pass me in points. Do you see your point differentials? You're up by a hundred points.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying it's possible I mean I did I did drop sure. a buck one 178 last week, so I only dropped a buck 180. Um okay. So, yeah, I, I'm feeling pretty good about the one seed. I have a buy pretty much locked in. Uh, MG, though, losing last week, eight, eight and, four. and four. Yeah. Big, big loss for him. Hinchy winning, gets himself to eight and four as well. So, kind of puts himself in that same conversation. So, the second buy is wide open here between more or less you're looking at MG, Abe, and uh, Hinchy in there where the other two playoff spots has four teams in the mix, you being one of them. Um, The five and seven teams, I believe, are out. So are Zach and Billy. They've been out for basically the whole year. Um, But based off of just the math of how I'd see things playing out and looking at points, I would say MG is pretty much a lock uh, for a playoff spot. Agree. Abe is as well. Yeah. Hinchy, I'm not as sure because his point total is a lot lower then DK's, who's behind him, and Joe. So not as like as confident about them. But Abe and MG would have to lose both games and be past in points, which I think would be hard to do at this point with their rosters.
0: Yeah, so, you know, I was looking at this. You know, I think two is, you know, still up for grabs. But really, two through six, like you said, is pretty much up for grabs between MG, Abe, Hinchy, DK, Jason, Joe, and me. Right. Um, they're not out but a super, super slim chances and things have to break for them for Ferry and John to, you know, right. we'll see what happens there. But it's pretty unlikely. Um, so. I have to look at the current projections. Yep. And they do have Josh, uh, you're, in, you're in number one, MG2, Abe3, Jason4, Hinchy5, and they do have me sneaking in at six. Yeah, I think the key thing for you, Max –
1: Looking at your schedule, you have Zach and, and Scogs left, both winnable matchups for you, putting you at eight and six. Yep. You need some things to happen, though, because your point total is a bit low. Oh, it's low. Oh, it's-, it's low. It's low. So that's the concern with you more than anything else. I think you have winnable matchups, while Joe, for example, has Ferry this week, which could be good for him. But then he plays me. Yep. Which is not easy. DK has to play MG. And Jason. And Jason. Yeah. And Hinchy plays Jason this week, which isn't, you know, a, it's a tough matchup. Mm-hmm. And then Hinchy ends up finishing the season against Billy, which is a win. So you have to assume that Hinchy's is going to be at least nine and five at a minimum. So I feel like that
0: to me, Hinchy's is going to be in because of his matchups. I do agree. We also you want to talk about piece of cake schedule. Do you see who A plays the last two weeks? He
1: plays Billy Fox. And I'm pulling up week 14. He plays Zach Reeves. Now, listen, we all play similar teams. So we can't, like, the schedule just works out the way it works no, no, out. No,
0: I'm not saying, that. I'm just saying, like, you want to talk about someone that's most likely in. Abe is most likely in well, and has a good chance to get the two seed. Yeah. I mean, that's why I kind of started this with I felt like Abe and MG are
1: locked. I think Kinchy's more or less a lock as well. And I really think the bottom two spots are what are open based off a of mm-hmm. schedule. Um, yep. So that leaves DK, Jason, yourself and Joe fighting for these spots. I think what's sad to me looking at the teams, um, you know, I really think Joe's going to be out on the outside looking in. He's got Ferry, which he should win. Um, but then he plays me. Yep. Um, now I have some buys next week, but I'm a harder matchup. Uh, but Joe has put up a lot of points. You know, he actually has had a very good season, but Joe currently leads the league in points against yeah. Um sure. which is a brutal way to go mm-hmm. um if he does not make the playoffs. But truthfully Joe has used almost none of his waiver budget which I'm stunned by um that he has 90 dollars left. I could use some of that cash multiple times and yeah. pick people up. But yeah, um, as well. So I,
0: I feel you man.
1: So but that's kind of our playoff situation. Uh it's going to be interesting. Feeling good. I got to defend my title. I keep running into injuries though. It's and suspensions apparently now. So very frustrating. So let's get into next this week though. Let's get the easy ones out of the way, Max. I'm um, starting with you. You're playing Zach. Zach put up 50 points against me. Um if you don't win this game, you don't deserve to be in the playoffs
0: anyway. Hundred percent totally agree. I do not deserve it. And if that is the case, I will bench my entire team next week because it just will be sad and unfair. No, um, no, you, you gotta put a lineup in. You gotta put a lineup in. But but yeah um, Not only is he not good, he also has a bunch of people on buys, and is out as well. So, yeah,
1: yeah, I don't know what if he's gonna actually fill a lineup in or not. Who knows with him? But, um, yeah, that's a win for you. Nice. Um, The other one out there, of course, is Abe versus Billy. I think that's a no-brainer as well. Agree. Abe is gonna take it. Uh, Way too much talent. Billy has not won a game all season. Last year, it was all about, you know, Billy's gonna. Is Billy going to win every game? And this year, is he going to lose every game? So it'd be funny to see him pull off an upset somewhere, but I don't see
0: it happening. No, neither do I. It would, it would, I got to tell you though, his team, I think he's checking now, and I do think he's making some moves. Man, if he were to beat one of the two teams he plays, that would totally mess everything up. Yeah,
1: 100%. He's got I mean, some buys, so i will be curious to see if he puts a lineup in or not. But yes, he would absolutely, you know, rattle some cages with that one. Mm hmm. Let's get into what I think is the game of the week then. Jason versus Hinchy. Interesting matchup. Projection to high
0: on both parts here, Max. Where are you headed this week? This is so tough. Um, but I am going with Jason to beat Hinchy this week. Um, it's going to be interesting. It's really going to come down to it. But when I was looking at the lineups, I went right at the top. Brady and Evans are playing Atlanta. Yep. I think they're going to have a huge, huge game. Brady's been just kind of okay these last few weeks. I, this is, I think this is definitely a get-right game for them. Yeah, I
1: think this, I agree. I'm, I'm also picking Jason. I think the top is what matters to me there as well. Um, you know, I think this is a definitely a get-right game for them. I like Marquise Brown against Pittsburgh as well. T. Higgins came on strong last week. Connor against Chicago could be good. But the other thing when I look the other side is I do like Alexander Madison, of course, against Detroit. Metcalf has been extremely inconsistent with that Seattle offense. I don't know what's happening there. He had 1.8 points last week. The other thing I look at here, though, is he's starting Gallup, Pollard and Schultz against the Saints defense. Pollard technically in a timeshare with Zeke here, so sometimes you just don't know. Um, But Pollard's numbers looked better last week because he got a kick return touchdown. Uh, he right. would only have eight points. Gallup now has Lamb and Cooper to fight with and Schultz. So there's just like a lot of mouse to feed in Dallas. Um, if those guys don't have a big game, I think the Cowboys will have a big game. But I don't know if his players will in particular, uh, and that will hurt him chances. No. I mean.
0: You know, I didn't hear um, anything of this note, so I'm just going to assume he's playing. But I'm sure Marsha and Lattimore will be all over Cooper, maybe Lamb. Right. Um, so, I mean, it could would- help Gallup. Could have something Schultz in the middle. You know, we'll see what happens. But this is a game tonight that will pretty much decide this matchup. Yeah. But so. I'm with Jason as well. Okay. All right. Moving on. DK versus
1: MG. You know, for me, I'll go first this time. Looking at this, I hadn't. Uh, the Saints can't cover anybody in the secondary other than Lattimore. Uh, they let up a lot of points. I, like, I do like land this week because he'll play the slot, which Lattimore won't be in. Taylor against Houston is going to be a joke. Eckler against Cincinnati is a great matchup as well. I just think there's too much firepower here, and I don't trust Russell Wilson or Tyler Lockett to be consistent. So give me MG here over DK.
0: I do agree with you as well. But again, with the players that MG has, we will see tonight how it goes. Yes, Um, Prescott and Lamb, big weapons for Dallas. If they have good games, it could be over early. Um, if they struggle, you know, Prescott has done it in the past, you know, we'll see what happens there. But I do agree. Jonathan Taylor versus Houston, I don't think Carson Wentz needs to throw the ball and just yeah. Jonathan Taylor have fifty rushing attempts. Yep. Agreed. And I they'll win. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going MG as
1: well. All right. And then second to last one for us this week, Joe versus Ferry.
0: Where are you headed here? another tough tough one they both have tough quarterback matchups i am gonna go joe okay i want to just check his lineup because when i saw it before he didn't have him in so it looks like he does not but i would really see if joe can get uh mark ingram in um because i think he's gonna have a really good game tonight as well um so yeah i'm going i'm going joe because i like his running backs yeah i'm
1: going joe as well i mean if he doesn't putting remaining leaves Williams and I think it's fine. Cause I'm There's a 50, 50 chance Melvin Gordon doesn't yeah. play this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he'll be okay. But yeah, I like Joe better cup Elliott, I think we will have a decent game. So um, yeah. Give me Joe
0: here as well. Yeah. And just, you know, for not, you know, not for nothing, but Ferry will most likely get DeAndre Hopkins back. Um, good matchup against Chicago. So we'll see what happens there also.
1: Yep. All right, final matchup it's me versus Scogs. Um,
0: you know how I'm picking, I'm going to pick myself where are you headed here. I mean, I would have chalked this up as should be an easy win. Um yeah, I'm picking you. I mean, it's really I mean, I don't think
1: it's as easy as it looks. I it doesn't matter obviously for me, but I'm not I'm not loving having to start Cooper this week. I think it's a tough matchup, of course. Um, but I basically have to. Um I also have Melvin Gordon who's 50-50. Um, meaning I'll probably have to put in someone like Daryl Williams because Swift is not playing. Brown suspended. I had a nice pickup with Hilliard, but he's on a bye. I could start Knox. Um, I don't love Mooney's matchup either. I don't like Damon Harris. I don't think this is going to be a good week for me, but Scott's team is just very inconsistent and isn't that great either. So I think it's going to be – I think this will be a lower scoring week for me, to be honest. Um, But I think I'll eke it
0: out. Yeah, I do. like I said, I do think you will. I mean, CMC has been few and far games, but – Losing him never, you know, is always going to hurt. And just kind of looking at the players that like Scott's has, Emmanuel Sanders has done pretty much nothing, um, you know, recently. I know uh, Jalen Hurts is probably going to play, but he is questionable. Um, Ramond Stevenson is basically in a time stare. I don't know what Rex Burkett is going to do. Kyle Pitts has been nothing. And then you got the same, you got two wide receivers on the same team. So, you know, we'll see what happens there. Yeah, I'm picking you.
1: All right. That'll be our picks for the week, then. Let's head into Stardom Sit-Up next.
0: Why don't you... Uh, I'll go
1: first, Max. so give you some options here.
0: All right, let's do it. All right, we got QBs for you first, and I'm going to go Tua versus the Giants. You know, Tua's been pretty good. Okay? He has been. It's like, it's not, yeah, better than Giants, normal. He, yeah, the Giants' defense is not as bad as I think they've played. They've been pretty good, but I do think that Tua will be able to um, have a good game. I think he might be getting Devontae Parker back. Miles Gaskin should actually have a pretty good game. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to start Tua. I think he's going to have a good game. All right,
1: starting there.
0: Next up, I got Joe Burrow
1: versus the Chargers. Burrow playing well, but they're running a ton, and he's not had to do a whole lot in the last couple of matchups but they play a
0: high-powered Chargers offense. Which way you headed here? Yeah, this is really tough because you are right. Everything you said, Joe Burrow doesn't really have to throw the ball. Add that to the fact that the only way that you are going to beat the Chargers is on the ground because they have locked down corners and safeties. I'm kind of leaning towards a sit. I could see this being a high-scoring game, but I can't see Joe Burrow having a great one.
1: All right. Damn, him. it is. And then finally, tonight's
0: game, I'm going Taysom Hill against the Cowboys. I don't really want to. I figured if I have better options, I would want to do a wait-and-see kind of approach. I mean, Taysom Hill, he can run, you know, and I do think he might have a good running game. But what if he gets hurt? Or what if that foot's not great? Right. I'm going to sit Taysom Hill. And if I have better options, I would do a wait-and-see approach. I like it. Okay. All right. All right. Go to running backs, Josh. I'm gonna give you some running backs. We have first C E H. Clyde Edwards-Jones versus Denver. Wow, yeah. Back from start. just came back from injury, but looked good the two weeks ago. Start him,
1: start him. You know, hey. the Browns. I've, I've seen people run on the Browns. Yeah. I mean, on the, the Broncos.
0: Yeah, okay. um, yeah. Start him here. Okay. Um, next running back. In the opposite end, let's go Bar- Saquon Barkley versus Miami.
1: Really rough one, man. He Barkley's been a little inconsistent. Um, he's nagging injuries. Daniel Jones may or may not play. I'm going to sit him. Um, I think it'll be hard to sit him because probably don't have people like to replace him. But like,
0: if you can sit him, I would sit him. Yeah, most likely he's the number one for a lot of teams. You probably do have to play him. But, yeah, if you can avoid it, I think that's smart. And then the last one I have, I'm just trying to remember what year it is, but Devontae Freeman versus Pittsburgh. Uh, I'm
1: going to start Devontae Freeman. He's been solid. And the Pittsburgh has, like, it looks like they've given up on football so this year. So I, I don't like that team at all. Um, Joe
0: Mixon just destroyed them. So give me Freeman. Yeah, he scored in four of six games. And yeah, I don't know what's up with Pittsburgh, man. Ben Roethlisberger needs to retire. Like it's time. A... Yeah. It's it's time for some change there for sure. All right. Let's keep moving. I'll do wide receivers for okay. Josh. Let's start back in Denver. Okay. Let's go Jerry Judy versus Kansas City. My
1: conventional wisdom tells me to sit him. I have to start him in a league. So I'm gonna say start. Um He's the most talented receiver out there in my mind. they got to get him going they, you know, to get this game close, and they're in the playoff hunt. Start Jerry Judy. I think this is the game he breaks out. Part of me says, though, if you have someone that's better, don't play Judy. Yeah. But
0: I'm going to start. I don't know what's going on there, man. They need a quarterback so bad. Yeah, they're going to end up with Rodgers or Wilson. That's my guess next season. Ooh, interesting. All right, next one I have. We talked about him a little bit earlier. DK Metcalf versus San Francisco. God. I know. And again, this is assuming options are, you know, you have some other options as well, but yeah, DK Metcalf could have been a number one for somebody. I just don't trust Seattle right now. I'm going to sit him. Yeah. I mean, he was one for 13 last week before that. He had 31 yards and 26 yards. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. It's too
1: hard. Like, I mean, talented guy, just I don't know what's going on there. So sit him.
0: All right, last one for wide receivers. Let's go, Chase Claypool. We were just talking about Ben Rosberger, but Chase Claypool has a pretty good matchup this week against Baltimore.
1: Oh man, I guess I'm going to. I'm sitting go. him. I'm sitting him. Ooh, okay. It's a tough call. I just the Pittsburgh offense looks terrible. The Ravens are going to like look. I've looked really good. I can just see them kind of, like, taking this one over, um, and Big Ben's going to have to play from behind and pull off some miracles, and he's just not going to be able to do that.
0: All right, fair.
1: All right, let me give you tight ends now. So, tight ends. Let's see here. I have, first up, Zach
0: Ertz versus Chicago. Ooh, man. I want to say start I think Zach Ertz is maybe has possibly found his new home I can see I can see them maybe possibly talking extension you know even before the year's over um Kyler liked him last the two weeks ago or not two weeks ago um last time they were together I think they've only been together for two games but Ertz has been pretty good in both of them so give me start Zach Ertz all right next up I got Noah Fant versus Kansas City oh man Noah Fant man this guy is one of the most inconsistent players on the face of the earth. I, I think I got to sit him. I think I have the same reasoning as you do about Jerry Judy. If you have to start him, I think it'll be okay. But I think I would sit him if I had the chance.
1: Yep, I agree. I have to start him in the same league I'm starting Judy. It's just like one of those weeks for me. Oh, boy. Oh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I benched him. Someone cut Logan Thomas in that league, and I picked up Logan Thomas. So I'm happy about that one. Nice.
0: Uh, Hunter Henry versus Buffalo, final one. I'm sitting Hunter Henry. If this guy does not get a touchdown, he will get you None. .5 points, two points. I mean, Hunter Henry needs to score, and I think pa- the Patriots are starting to kind of find their groove. Mac Jones has looked pretty good, um, and he's just got too many other options. Bourne, Myers, um, there's someone else there. I can't think of his name. Um um, but, yeah, I just think there's too many wide receivers. Like, there's more. Too uh, many more Aguilar there, too. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm going to sit him. Um, by the way, can we talk about the fact that the Patriots are still good?
1: Which they're, is so- they're killing it. They're killing it. They look awesome.
0: Matt Jones all of a sudden looks like the best quarterback of the bunch. It's ridiculous. He's the man. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get into some DraftKings. Oh, actually, before we get into DraftKings, I found something very interesting. Sure. So- I was looking at Tankathon website where they do you know the worst you know they do the picks right now if the season were to end at this moment drafting at number 4 and 5 is the Jets then wow. then 6 and 7 is the Giants holy shit and then 7 and 8 are the Eagles No, you said six and seven, so you mean eight and nine? Eight and nine, yeah, are the Eagles. That's wild, man. I'm sure that probably won't happen, but could you imagine three straight teams with back-to-back picks in the first round, no list? Insane. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure someone's going to end up doing something over there, but yeah, that's pretty wild. Yeah, so I just wanted to bring that up. I just remembered it, and I wanted to talk about it. But anyway, let's get into some DraftKings. All right. I'll start us off this week. I uh, went heavy on one game in
1: particular here. You'll see in a second. Um, Derek Carr QB. I'm going replacement running backs here with Al Madison and Jamal Williams, who are playing each other. I'm also putting Adam Thielen in that game. Thielen just has a nose for the end zone this season. He's looked pretty good. Jalen Waddell and Russell Gage will be my receivers. I like Gage. He did decent against Tampa. Last time, no Calvin Ridley. They got to have someone catch the ball there. I am taking Logan Thomas the tight end, as I mentioned earlier. Vegas is terrible against the tight end. Miami is going to be my defense against the Giants. They're really banged up. You may not see Daniel Jones. Mm -hmm. And I did this, of course, before I heard about Miles Sanders playing, but I still like this pick with Boston Scott and my Flex.
0: Nice. Yeah, Boston Scott against the Jets. You pretty much can go anybody against the Jets. Um, I love it. I hope Carr has a great game, but Let's go. I actually have the quarterback on the other side. I'm going Tyler Heineke in that game okay. Raiders. I am also going Jer- uh, Jamal Williams or Jerome Williams, whatever his name Jamal, is. Jamal. Uh, on Detroit. Um, I could not have a lineup without Jonathan Taylor against Houston, so I have Taylor in there. Um, I'm going the um, Deontay Johnson versus Baltimore. Um, I'm going Hunter Renfro versus washington well like this yeah where where i saved a little bit of money i went ty hilton versus houston um i don't know why but ty hilton always kills the texans and i'm thinking you know maybe he could have two catches two touchdowns my um oh my goodness my tight end is going to be replacement foster morrow Moreau, whatever his name is against washington and Chris Godwin is my flex, and I'm going the Vikings defense versus Detroit. Nice. So, All right, I like it. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I'm pretty- solid lineup. Yeah, we'll see. What Where I- are you going for bets this week? All right, so I got four good bets, and it kind of goes with my DraftKings lineup. So the first DraftKings I have here, I'm going the over Minnesota and Detroit. I think at the moment it's 46 points. Um, these teams give up points, and they have. Uh, I think Kirk Cousins is going to put up a lot of points against Detroit. So give me that. I'm going Miami minus four versus giants. In my opinion, I don't care who's starting. It could be the backup. It could be Daniel Jones. I think Miami's going to handle the giants pretty well. Um, my next one is the over in Washington and the Raiders 49.5. I think that'll be hit um, pretty quickly. And then I'm taking the points versus um, I'm taking the points of the jets versus the Eagles Right now, I saw a plus seven. I don't know if they'll win, but I think they'll keep it close. The Eagles are just okay, so we'll see what happens there.
1: Okay.
0: I took the over 15.5 for Tampa Bay and Atlanta. Last
1: time they played, they scored 73 points combined. I'm taking the Colts minus 10 against Houston. I think they blow these guys out. I have the Ravens minus four against Pitt. Again, I think the Ravens are just in a different class than Pittsburgh this season. And then finally I'm taking San Francisco minus three and a half against Seattle. I don't trust Seattle at all. They're not letting Russ
0: cook. So that is my 14 parlay this week. I just don't, I don't think Russ can cook. I really think his finger is still hurting him. Yes. I I don't know, man. I think I gotta be honest. I was talking to somebody about it. I think this is the end for the Seattle team. Yeah. I think this is uh, they'll they're in rebuild mode. Um,
1: you know, I think they're going to be in rebuild mode here and um, he'll get traded. You probably trade Bobby Wagner, but you still have Metcalf and Lockett. You can build around those guys. Um, You know, maybe you cut Chris Carson, but yeah, I think you have young receivers. You could build around, go get yourself a quarterback after you trade all those, trade a couple of those guys away and get some picks.
0: But I think another question is what does Pete Carroll do? Oh, I I think he's gone too. Do you think, do you think they're going to be nice and, tell him to retire or find. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure they'll mutually
1: agree to part ways kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Definitely some changes coming in Seattle. I, I would hundred percent think that's going to happen. Could see them getting like a stopgap quarterback for a year to try to like stay somewhat competitive mm. and get a rookie.
0: Okay. See what happens.
1: All right, Max, let's get into a top 10 to finish off the show here. We are doing to be clear, best sequels. Now, key catch here is it's the second movie after the original so it's not a third in a series it's not a fourth in a series so like you know if your favorite harry potter was like the prisoner of raskaban you can't pick that here because that's like third in the movie line
0: yeah i have to tell you i have to be honest when we were first thinking this i don't know why but i thought there was another name for a third movie in the trilogy so when i sequel, what
1: I thought it was still a sequel.
0: Yeah, I I, real, I didn't realize that. But yeah, they're all... Any movie after the first one is considered a sequel. Correct. <clears throat> so I was a little confused there. But any, yeah, that's probably where some of our, our... Yeah. Let's get into it. Josh, I would mm-hmm. like you to go first. Sure. At number 10, I have The Lord of
1: the Rings, The Two Towers. Okay? Second Lord of the Rings movie, phenomenal. One of my favorite action sequences of all time, when the... Orcs are marching on whatever Helms deep I think it's called Just a massive battle It is absolutely amazing So I love that is number 10 Number 9 I'm going with the Star Trek movie The Wrath of Khan This is the original Star Trek movie series Wrath of Khan is based off of a um, Episode that they had In the original series They bring back one of the characters Who is of course Khan um, To go up against Captain Kirk Number eight, I'm going Spider-Man 2, the Tobey Maguire edition. Okay, he's got Doc Ock there. It's what starts forming Harry becoming a Green Goblin. Love Spider-Man 2. Great movie. So that's number eight for me. Um, number seven here. I'm like, sorry, I'm getting a little lost in some of my notes here. One, two. Wait, hold on, hold on. Bear with me, people. I take your time. So I said Lord of the Rings, Rathacon, Spider-Man. Maybe I'm on a movie. Maybe I only did I only did nine, maybe. I might have screwed oh, this up cool. a little. Um, next up, at number seven, I had X, X2, um, United. So, X-Men 2, um, great sequel to the first one there. I really liked that movie. Um, oh, I got it now. I'm sorry. And number six, I had um, Captain America, The Winter Soldier. Um, Bring Back Bucky, phenomenal movie there. Added the Falcon in the mix, and you, you got some... Scarlett Johansson. It's a solid movie all around. So Winter Soldier is number six for
0: me. All right, not bad.
1: Uh, Apologize for the uh, little screw up there. My notes are terrible.
0: Yeah, math is hard, so I definitely understand it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, we our lists are pretty different. I sure. like I said. I just have to preface this. I don't care if the movie was not good. It's what I enjoyed. So uh-huh. let's start off number ten. You may hate it. I absolutely loved the second Matrix movie. I thought that, I thought the action I don't care people watch how the actors were. the action in that movie was so cool. I loved the scene where they were fighting you know on the highway or whatever, but yeah, so number ten is the Matrix two. you all can suck it if you don't like it. number nine, I think this was the best movie in the series d two the Mighty Ducks USA was awesome. you got the dentist, the bad coach, and the iceland team so i thought that was great number eight i'm going the born supremacy such a good movie man matt damon is so good in it okay he starts figuring things out um i will say as well the third was really good as well number seven indiana jones the temple of doom okay awesome movie so freaking like it was just awesome like it was literally non-stop and then number six Again, you may not like it. I thought it was one of the best. I'm going too fast, too furious. Such a good movie in the franchise. They did such a cool job with that. Absolutely loved it. Wow. That's like the worst one. No, it was not. It was great. Terrible movie. You're wrong, man. You're wrong.
1: Well, I guess we'll agree to disagree. (laughs) All right. My top five. Number five, I'm going with Aliens. It is the sequel to the original Alien movie, which was a horror sci-fi movie. The Aliens was James Cameron action adventure with the sci-fi mix. It is absolutely phenomenal. To me, that's the best movie in the series. Number four, and I'll tell you this, all of these are, maybe other than my first choice, I actually think are better than the original. Number four, I'm going with The Dark Knight. Give me some Joker, Christian Bale. I like it better than Batman Begins. Okay. The Joker alone makes it great. Harvey Dent. Give me some Aaron Eckhart there. Awesome. Number three, I'm going T2, Terminator, Judgment Mm -hmm. Day. Arnold Schwarzenegger coming back to the past. Now as a good guy, looking to kick some ass. Some, the most, another great action film right there. Some great one-liners there. Okay. Love that movie. Number two, this was hard, but number two, I'm going with The Empire Strikes Back. Star Wars, it's definitely better than A New Hope, but The Empire Strikes Back, phenomenal movie. Luke finds out that Darth Vader is his father. If you haven't seen that, come on, people. And number one, a lot of people will debate what's the best of these two films, but it's The Godfather Part Two. okay? It's basically two movies in one. you got Robert De Niro in the past showing you old Don Corleone as he becomes who he's supposed to become. And then in the future, or sorry, in the present, you got Al Pacino dealing with current-day issues as he just wipes everybody out. And there's nothing more iconic than him sitting overlooking the lake in Las Vegas or outside of Vegas and Nevada alone as he's just left himself in ruins, but in charge of the world, basically. So
0: Godfather Part Two, at number one. Nice. Very nice. A lot of similarities that you will see. I feel like maybe we can agree that one through five could be not very debatable in the movies that are going to be there. And maybe after that, you can kind of go with what you want. Um, But you'll see a lot of similarities. The first one, though, not the case. Number five. Love this movie. It was hilarious. It was funny. It was action packed. Bad Boys 2 was so good. One of my favorite movies. (laughs) I, I hate you, man. I hate you so much. This is a good list. But <laughs> Bad Boys Two that, was I, so, I don't mind Bad Boys Two. It's just a fucking dude, so <laughs> good. I absolutely loved it. Um, but every movie you you said I now have in my top four. top Or right. Empire Strikes Back. You talked about it. I do agree with you. I think it is definitely up there as one of the best Star Wars movies. Number three, I'm going The Godfather Two here as well. It was it's an awesome movie. You hit it on the head. It is two movies in one, and you're getting the best. I love the back and forth between it. It was great. Um, we won't talk about the third one. Um, that's okay. Um, number two, I'm going The Dark Knight as well. Phenomenal. I mean, you said it. The Joker makes that movie so, so good. Um, and then number one, you said it before, it was way too low on your list. The Winter Soldier is probably the best Marvel movie. Wow. It is up there as one of the best. I think maybe Civil War rivals it, but I think The Winter Soldier is one of the best Marvel movies out there. I mean, I I would say Captain
1: America in general, I think, has some of the best movies overall. They're just done really well, good acting. Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised it's that high, but I I respect it. Um, But yeah, good list, yeah. You know, I laugh at Dad Boys, but it's just more funny. But yeah, I
0: respect it. It's such a good movie, man. I'm telling you, man. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, man, they have a connection. And it's just, it's hysterical. First of all, it's hysterical to think that these guys are cops as well. Oh, like yes. They act in it or whatever they are. I don't know if they're actual cops or they're something else. But, dude, they're so funny. Yes. I would agree.
1: Oops. Sorry about that. Um, I got Twitter up and an ad hit. Um, yeah. Agreed. Good list. We'll get back at it next week. Um, Really excited for some playoffs here. We'll do another recap of where things stand heading into the final week. Max, we wish you all the best in your matchup. You should be Jack and still be in the hunt for the playoffs starting next week. Fingers crossed. Um, And yeah, we'll see everybody next week. Good
0: luck. Later, bitches.